everybody and welcome to this edition of the entertainment from the 573. Hope y'all are doing well on this Sunday night. Got a couple pods coming up, including this one. Uh, we got a, one on the Views channel where me and Matt got together. We talked to, about a couple things. Talked about Kyler Murray. Talked about Juan Soto. And we continued on with our football previews with the Big Ten and the NFC South. So that one is probably already up by the time I get this one uploaded. So be sure to go check that one out. Uh, if you if you want to listen to that and talk, and if you're a Kyler Murray fan, Cardinals fan, or if you're a Nationals fan and are worried about what's going on with Juan Soto, uh, do that. Or if you're a Penn State fan like Peter and want to find out how I think Penn State's going to do. So go and take, take a listen at that. But on this entertainment pod, uh, to give some pretense as to what this pod will be, uh, it might be a little bit of a shorter pod. Uh, a lot of that hinges on... The fact that Peter hit me up earlier today and was trying to figure it out with everything that's happened at Comic-Con this past weekend, mainly yesterday, and he, he hit me up and was like, I'm going to try to find a way to do a pod with you on Friday or Saturday, so we'll have to see what happens with that. So this might be just more of a little in, initial reactions pod to everything that happened over the last couple of days at Comic-Con. It might be more so that... And I'll go into a couple details on some stuff, but if uh, we get a, if me and Peter are able to do a pod a little bit later on in the week, I expect me and him are going to go into a lot more detail on a lot of the stuff that was presented, mainly the stuff that was presented on Saturday night with Marvel's panel. So with that being said, let's get right on into it. And let's talk about what was presented to us on Friday with Marvel, with them coming up on with their animation of course he also had the house of dragon which i had not had a conversation with matt about game of thrones game of thrones spinoff since he's a big fan of the series so we had that conversation off the record but uh so that was uh, so there was a panel for that there's also a trailer for the new lord of the Rings series which is going to be huge and the zeitgeist for the next few months it seems like so that should be fun but Marvel's animation, and they brought a few stuff. They brought, I believe, five projects, and we got first look at the I Am Groot series. It's going to be five shorts. It's going to take place in a different universe with a different baby Groot, and my best comparison for that, if you guys saw the Forky series that they put out with the character of Forky who is in Toy Story 4, I imagine there's going to be some parallels with that. And how that's going to go. So I would expect that. So it's just a little bit of fun there. To spend some time with Baby Groot. And you know. Not have to worry about anything. Whether it's connected or not. And all that stuff. And just having a good time with Baby Groot. Is what I imagine. That's going to be like. So there's a little bit of a comp. For that series. And it, it, it looks fun. I mean listen. We all love Baby Groot. Baby Groot is so marketable. So it. You would expect them to go and try to go all in on something like Baby Groot and uh, have some fun with, you know, everybody. So, that was the first thing that they brought up. The second thing I believe they brought up, I think it was, was it Spider-Man freshman year or was it, what if? Well, 
you know, let's start off with what if, since there's a lot to talk about and unpack with Spider-Man freshman year. Uh, what if we're getting season two, it looks like early next year. And a couple things that they brought up that are going to be part of the episodes. You're going to see Tony on Sakaar instead of Thor. And I believe that was supposed to be an episode that was going to be in the first season. But uh, it got moved to the second season. You're going to see Odin versus the Mandarin. I don't know how long that fight's going to last. So we'll have to see how that goes. We're supposed to get a Hella story. Which, very curious about when they put that. And I also believe we're supposed to get a Captain Carter takes on the Hydra Stomper. And apparently there's a shot out there of Captain Carter in the main Avenger shot instead of Steve. So maybe we're, we're going to see something like that. So what if Season 2, that's coming early next year. And Season 3 is already a go. And so yeah, so what if is coming back early next year. So look forward to that. Then something that came out of what if last year and that is marvel zombies and this tv series is is rated for mature audiences and that is pretty big for a marvel animation series that's going to go on disney plus so it's going to get it's going to lead heavy into the gore into the violence of the original comic and you're going to see a lot more of our new characters that we've been introduced to like shang chi katie red guardian miss marvel and some of the uh, some villains particularly, and we're gonna see. It, it looks like it, it's gonna tr gonna get back to where we left off in that Marvel Zombies What If episode with uh, Zombie Thanos right there with Scott Lang with his head in the jar, Spidey, and Black Panther. So it looks like it's gonna start off right where that left off, and we're gonna have some fun with that. So. I think the big thing about that series is the fact of its rating. Uh, I'll get into a little bit later about why that's big with something they revealed on Saturday and maybe potential hope for something with that. But that is Marvel Zombies. Now, Spider-Man Freshman Year. Uh, I got to tell you, the animation looks pretty cool from what they revealed on of this one. This is coming out in 2024, so we're going to wait couple years for it and originally the way it was pitched to us was it's going to be canon to the mcu and it's going to be like his origin is is peter's origin as to how he got to start before civil war before homecoming and before all the stuff he saw with him in live action right now i think we have a lot of valid questions as to whether that's going to be the case with this series with the stuff that they introduce as as who's going to be taking part in this series. And just based off of who they are bringing into the series. It seems like a, li a little bit more Spidey related. Just like imagine all of the Spidey stuff. And Spidey universe in the MCU. So just imagine that. I imagine this is going to take place in another universe. Where a lot of stuff stay the same. Except you got a couple differences. And one of those differences is. Norman Osborn taking the place of Tony Stark as Peter's mentor and helping him out there. So that's going to be a little bit of a change. A couple other change. One of the characters from the Runaways, Nico, is going to be one of his best friends. So there's that. Got Amadeus Cho, who's going to be a part of this as well. Fam uh, famous character. Uh, one of the sm 
relate to the Hulk, one of the smartest characters in the comics. And also, Harry Osborn. So we're going to be getting him. We're going to get a lot of Spider-Man related characters. We're going to get a lot of Spider-Man related villains. Including a Doc Ock. And we're apparently a lot of suits are going to be worn by Peter in this show. So, it does beg the question, is this canon? I think we can probably throw that out the window right there and say it's probably not canon. But it's going to be a fun Spider-Man story of him early on in his freshman year with uh, with his new Spider-Man suit and him getting all the Spider-Man suits. And it's going to be a Spider-Man story with Spider-Man related characters, but in the MCU. And there's probably a lot of Spider-Man fans that are traditional Spider-Man fans that are probably really excited about that. So that's Spider-Man freshman year. And then the final one was the X-Men animated series reboot, X-Men 97. Got some updates on that. That's coming Sprint, that's coming sometime in 2024 as well. And Magneto is going to be the leader of this group of X-Men. And there's been some teases as to whether there's going to be some canonical connections with the MCU. And th- there's been some teases and hints that maybe, maybe not, you know. So we're going to have to wait and see. But I think this is obviously one of everybody's most anticipated as far as the animated stuff. Is that you got the X Men animated series is so goaded among people, among comic fans, and to have it come back here in 2022, I mean it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. A Spider Man animated show and an X Men animated show. Uh, we're gonna be eating good with the animated stuff in 2024, and we're gonna be eating good with the with the films. It looks like in 2024 as well. So. That's what was revealed on Friday with Marvel and their animation stuff. On Saturday, let's switch over to DC and let's talk about them. Because there's a lot of rumors going around that a certain Superman, or should we now say maybe former Superman, was going to make an appearance and we were finally going to get Henry Cavill announced as coming back as being Superman. And a lot of that was due to, I forget which Hollywood trade it was. It was either, it was one of them. But one of them had said that they'd heard some rumblings that there's a possibility of Henry Cavill making an appearance at Comic-Con and it would be a big announcement. Problem is, I think that he was filming The Witcher, the season three of The Witcher at the time. So it was going to be pretty much almost impossible for something like that to happen. So no reveal yesterday, which I know is a bummer for... A lot of people that were hoping we'd get something like that, including me. I mean, it would have been a big pop for DC to have something finally being done with the Superman character after not having anything for a long time. And looks like that's going to continue for the foreseeable future. But they did bring out a couple projects yesterday. And they brought out... Black Adam, which is coming out in October, so it's coming out here pretty shortly here in the next two, three months. So, they come out, Rock comes out in epic fashion with his Black Lightning suit on, and of course they talk about the film, 
we get a little bit more of a better look at what's going on here with Black Adam, Doctor Fate, Adam Smasher, Hawkman. Uh, it just, it looks really cool, and I mentioned to the group chat um, that we were talking about DC and all the stuff, and how probably the quality of stuff for DC this year has been better than Marvel, and that's where they got them beat right now. Is that the quality of stuff like Peacemaker and Batman is probably better than a lot of stuff Marvel has put out this year. But one of the things we brought up is the Black Adam Shazam stuff. And I think out of the two, if you remember Shazam, the first one, it was highly regarded, but there were, it didn't make a whole lot of money. And I think if with Black Adam, I think you're looking at the opposite. I think it's it might not be as good as Shazam, but I think because it's got The Rock, and because it's a superhero film, and DC is going big here, you know, bring out the tagline The Rock's been using, the DC universe is about to change forever. And I think this one could be the big moneymaker out of the two. So, it might not be the better one out of the two remaining DC films left, but I think Black Adam is certainly going to ha- make a lot of money. And, I mean, that, that's one of the things The Rock does with his films, is bring in a lot of money. So I think you can expect that with Black Adam. But uh, otherwise, it looked pretty good. And then speaking of Shazam, we get a trailer for Shazam, Fury of the Gods, coming later this year in December, right around close to another film that could make a lot of money in Avatar 2. So that's maybe a little bit disheartening right there to hear, considering the first one didn't make a whole lot of money. But... Uh, Zachary Levi did say, if people go see the second one, we might get a third one. And if the second one is like the first one, then awesome. Because I think generally on the podcast that we did talking about it, we all really, uh, really love this movie. And that it was a big hit for DC to have a good, fun Shazam movie. And I think a couple of us mentioned it had some Marvel-like qualities. And uh, with the second one... It's going to take a few years later after the first one. A lot of it has to do with Billy Batson being worried about growing up and stuff like that. So that's relatable and also family. Uh, With this adoptive family right there, of course, we get one of the funniest things in that whole trailer is Shazam talking about family and bringing up Fast and Furious. And probably (laughs) there's probably some jokesters out there that are probably wondering, then Dominic Toretto comes in. It's like, yep, you're right. Nothing's more important than family. And uh, we get a Fast and Furious crossover right there. But uh, we get Shazam. We get more of the Shazam family, it looks like. So that's going to be fun. They're going to be established heroes in this timeline of the DCEU. And we see the daughters of Atlas, Lucy Liu, Helen Mirren. Uh, I think they're probably going to be having a fun time playing the villains of this film. So, this should be a, a whole lot of fun right here. If it's anything like the first one, I think we're all going to be pretty excited with what we're going to get. So, that's what all DC brought up. Uh, one other thing that's not comic book related, but something I'm really excited about that I didn't discover until a little bit later on uh, Friday night, probably late Friday night, was a John Wick 4 trailer. Was uh, or. Better, better to call it a teaser, probably. A one-minute teaser. But boy, did that one-minute teaser look awesome. Uh, just look like it is going to be something that looks like it's going to be globetrotting. Going to all these different places. 
and all these different characters. And who, who you got in here? You got Bill Skarsgård, Clancy Brown. Um, I'm trying to think of who all else is in here. Um, oh, you got Donnie Yen, who's in this film as well. If you remember him from Rogue One, I, I know that's the only thing I can remember I've seen him in, but so don't come at me. There's a lot of other stuff he's probably been in, but uh, everything just looked good in, in that film. So I'm really excited. That's coming March 24th of next year. So I'm really excited about John Wick 4. I think Peter got into it with John Wick 3 and absolutely loved it. So can't wait for this one coming up next year. So... With that aside, let's get into the big Marvel stuff that was announced uh, last night. And let me go and try to find the big, uh, the big thing that got, that has everything that was announced on it, because there was a lot. And you know, we talked about some predictions, and some of our predictions did come true about some some stuff they would bring out. They, I think they brought out a lot more, a couple more stuff that we didn't expect. But all in all, there's a lot of stuff that, like, okay, they brought Black Panther Wakanda Forever in that trailer. Uh, that showed some Guardian stuff, Quantumadian stuff. I think we said Thunderbolts. Yeah, I can't remember what else we we talked about. I I know I mentioned Munes as as maybe being, you know, with them doing what they did in Miss Marvel, but that didn't come to fruition. Uh, and a couple other stuff, but. Yeah, they uh, they announced a couple of, of of bombs on us. They they dropped the they dropped a couple of big ones on us uh, last night, and uh, we'll get to those in the meantime. But uh, yeah, oh boy, yeah, it's uh it's it's gonna be fun. So I guess let's start and let's try starting guess in chronological order, and let's go from you know phase four to phase five to phase six. Which we didn't know we were getting some stuff for, from Phase Six, but let's start with Phase Four. Let's start with She-Hulk, which we're getting a little bit here later here, like less than a month. So it's going to be out here in a few weeks. But we got another trailer for that. We saw a bit more of Jen's and uh, Bruce Bruce Banner's relationship there, and them training a little bit. We saw some Wong, which we were excited about. We saw some Abomination. And at the end, <laughs> we got to see uh, our favorite guy from uh, the MCU Netflix, Daredevil, show up in his new suit at the end. What a way to close out a trailer. So it looks like it, 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 it'll be fun. You got some cameos and people popping up. And as far as the CGI, it did look a little bit better this time than from the first thing we saw from She-Hulk. So it's nice to know that they've gone in and worked in on it some. But again, these VFX artists are, are rushed. So they're doing what they can. But overall, I, it looked really fun. They said it's like their first, 30, first half hour comedy that they've done. So it definitely looks like that. It feels like that. And so I'm excited for that. And uh, seeing how it goes with the cameos and all that stuff. How Daredevil plays into this, how Hulk plays into this, Abomination, Wong. So excited for all that stuff. Uh then one the the last thing that they showed at this at this panel was Black Panther Wakanda Forever. 
which we kind of figured we were going to get with the trailer. And you could really feel the emotion of like how much they poured themselves into the making of this film with Chadwick not being there with him being gone. You can really kind of feel that way with this panel and even with the trailer. Oh boy, that trailer really packed an emotional punch right there with the songs, the shots. I mean, with what was said a couple times throughout the trailer. I mean, man, it packed an emotional punch. And then you got your your Marvel stuff that you like with... You get a first look at Namor a couple times. So that's fun. I thought he looked pretty good. And you also got a look at somebody in a Black Panther suit. And, <laughs> of course, everybody is looking to see who, who's, who's it going to be. Who is it? And trying to dissect who's in that suit. Uh, we got just a little bit of a glimpse of it. So we don't know for sure. But man that trailer. That, what a way to close off the panel. And showing that trailer. And just. Y- you could tell they put a lot of heart and soul into this. and With Chadwick gone. And man. Yeah. What a trailer. And, and, of course, this is our first look at it with us being a few months out from from the trailer. And Feige came out and mentioned Wakanda Forever is going to be the end of Phase 4. And so, I mean, I kind of asked myself this. Like, really? That's the end of Phase 4? We just started, like, what, last summer? But I, I think I'll, I'll get into a little bit of this. If me and Peter do a pod on this later in the week, we might talk about it a little bit more in depth. But uh, that's the end of Phase Four, and with the rumor, per- with the rumored favorite and fan favorite being rumored to pop up in a post-credit scene with Wakanda Forever, it does set the stage for for Phase Five with what they're bringing. Ant Man: The Wasp: Quantumania in February next year kicks off Phase Five, and what a film to kick off Phase Five with what they're bringing what's been leaked uh kang saw a little bit of kang and if you've heard the line he has at the end of the stuff they showed man that is chilling right there (laughs) that is chilling right there and that's one of the reasons why kang is a completely different villain than thanos right there and why he might be a little bit more menacing because of that line right there and it's very exciting to get to hear him get a big role in in, this, in an Ant-Man film. You know, it's pretty cool to have Ant-Man be the first one to go up against our big bad of uh, this new face. Who, who would have thought it would have been freaking Ant-Man? But uh, with some of the stuff they said, it looks like Ant-Man is riding high on the fact that he helped save the universe. You already know that he's got a podcast out with, thanks to the Miss Marvel show. The man's writing a book about it now. And, uh, so we see that. So we see some of that. We see some of Cassie. It looks like she's out helping people, but she's in jail. And it looks like we're going to be uh, traveling a bit more in the quantum realm. And that should be a lot of interesting fun right there. And apparently, there's a shot of Modoc in there, which, oh boy. A lot of hardcore MCU fans are, or Marvel fans, period, are probably happy about that. And what a way to kick off Phase 5 right there with your big bad villain. 
popping up right then and there. Uh, spring of 2023, Secret Invasion. This show is supposed to be a, a little bit more darker with what was said last night. Darker, a little bit more of a thriller vibe. Nick Fury's on the on the run. Looks like there are going to be some bad scrolls in here. You don't know who is who. And just to be reminded, you got Olivia Coleman, who's an award-winning actress in here. You got Amelia Clark in here. And not to mention, you got Ben Mendelsohn and, and the man himself, Samuel L. Jackson, leading the series. So this should be a, a lot of fun dealing with the scrolls and how much of a tie-in this has. And so maybe something like Miss Mar uh, Miss Marvel. The Marvel's coming up later in in the summer of next year, which they didn't show anything of the Marvels. That's a, currently in production right now. So, curious to see what the times are in there. Also, Don Cheadle going to be popping up as Rhodey in there. So, curious to see is what his role is going to be. And, all, and speaking of him, no Armor Wars. So, nothing Armor Wars related. But, uh, it, it looks like it's still happening. It's still coming. Uh, so, don't have to worry about that if you're waiting for that. Guardians Volume 3, May 5th next year. Apparently, the, lo the stuff they showed was really emotional as well. Gave us a quick glimpse of Adam Warlock, of the High Evolutionary, and just the panel. You, you could feel the emotion in this one, too. And you could see a lot of the cast that they brought out there getting emotional about this, and what was shown there, which they hadn't seen those clips put together. So, I mean, I made the comment to my sister, like, if they're getting emotional about this, like, you know, just here at this panel, and with just only a few seconds of clips that they showed, I mean, <laughs> what hope do we have for the rest of us? Uh, it looks like it's going to be an emotional gut punch, of course. I mean, it's probably still going to have the Guardian's DNA but there's going to be a lot of emotional stuff in here. It looks like it's going to be the end of this era of the Guardians. I'm going to get a lot more of Rocket's backstory. So, man, this is probably going to be one that a lot of people are really hyped up about considering what's happened with James Gunn over the last few years and not having a Guardians film for a while because I think the last Guardians film we got was Volume 2 in 2017. So it has been six years. But we have seen them pop up in the Avengers films, and we saw them for a few minutes in Love and Thunder, but to get them back with their own film uh, after six years, a lot of fun. Echo, not a whole lot was talked about with this one, but it's coming summer of 2023, and reportedly Daredevil's popping up in that one too. So I do like the fact that after all the campaign that people are doing at when I say campaigning, it wasn't like what you've seen with some people with DC looking at some of the Snyder fans over there and with some other fans of some stuff that were like pushing like, hey, we want this. It seems like the push for this wasn't as, to, you know, for lack of a better word, maybe or maybe this is right, toxic a little bit. That this was the right amount of push. And they did the right way. And now he's popped up in No Way Home. You get a king, you get Kingpin popping up in Hawkeye. Um, you get him popping up. You get Daredevil popping up in She-Hulk. And Echo. 
and we're going to talk about something he's involved in a little bit later. But man, Charlie Cox, man, good to have him back. We wanted him back, and boy, they are bringing him back and putting him in three, four different projects. So he's not going to have a lack of work for sure. <laughs> um, Loki season two that's in production right now, summer twenty twenty three. Ironheart, we saw a bit of her in the Black Panther trailer. Her series is going to be coming fall of 2023. And Blade, we finally got a date for Blade, November 3rd of 2023. They're getting close to production on that, and so I'm excited about that. Uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, a little bit of a name change there. It's slated as winter of 2023, but it could also be something that could pop up in the early months of 2024. Uh, then, one of the other things they announced. Speaking of Daredevil. In 2024, in the spring, Daredevil, Born Again, 18 episodes, and me, and Peter, and Daredevil fans, and fans that have been clamoring for them to stop doing six episodes are all in unison cheering about this news. We are all excited about this. And I mentioned with Marvel Zombies, with them going with the MA rating, of course, if you kept up with the Daredevil Netflix show, you know that got a lot violent pretty quickly. And there's been some well-valid concern over whether if Daredevil gets a show here, will they keep it with that tone or will they change it up a little bit? I will say this, with them adding Deadpool and Deadpool 2 and Logan, which kind of surprised with the timing of that, no Deadpool 3 news, but with them adding that stuff to Disney Plus, and with them actually doing an MA rated show on Disney Plus, producing one, that gives me a little bit of hope that maybe they'll be willing to do some of that here with Daredevil. And so, of course, we're getting Charlie Cox back in here, Vincent D'Onofrio coming back as Kingpin, 18 episodes. Holy crap, holy crap, holy crap, we we got him back. Uh, so, really excited about that if you can't tell. Captain America, New World Order, May 3rd, 2024. We've been waiting for some Cat 4 news. This is it. So, we know we're getting one with Sam Wilson as Cap in 2024. And very curious with the title, because I believe if I remember right, that was the title of episode one of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So very curious what giving it this title uh, means for the movie. And then the final project of Phase 5 was something that we predicted, and but we didn't predict it to be the final thing of Phase 5, was Thunderbolts, coming out July 26th of 2024. And we talked about this when it was announced, who might show up. Feige has said that there are going to be some people that you haven't met yet that are going to show up. So, what he means by that, we'll have to wait and see. But I do think we can already can guess what characters will pop up in, in this movie. But that is going to be the close of Phase 5. And if you look at it, of course it starts at February 17th, 2023. And ends July 26th of 2024. So, I 
trying to do quick math here. It's close to about a year and a half. But that's the end of phase five. And phase six. So you're and also for those wondering why no Spider-Man, that's probably because Spidey, Sony, they would be the one to announce when that film would be coming out. If there's going to be a Spider-Man 4, which I believe there will be. But it would be Sony's business to announce when that film was coming out. But I do have to imagine Marvel would give them some input about some potential dates. And when to put it. But Phase 6. We got Phase 6 announcements in here, everybody. And one of the first things to be announced for Phase 6... You know, we wondered if we were going to get some Fantastic Four news, whether it was director or cast or just something. We did get something, and we got a release date. November 8th, 2024, the kickoff to Phase 6. And I imagine we are going to be hearing a lot more about this heading into D23. That we're going to be finding out Maybe who's the cast, who's going to be playing the main cast, who's going to be directing this. So, just a little bit over a month away, people. Until maybe we find out who's in this. But we finally get a date, we finally know when it's going to come out, and we're going to get our first iteration of the MCU's version of the Fantastic Four. They also revealed a couple other dates, and there's a couple of dates in between some projects. And let's get right into these projects right away. Couple big announcements. These were probably the two big ones I got the biggest pops of like surprise factor for what they revealed. And that is Avengers the Kang Dynasty coming May 2nd, 2025. But hold up, that ain't it. Avengers Secret Wars. Yes, that's right. Secret Wars, November 7th, 2025. Two Avengers films in one year with, try to do some quick math on that, six months apart. This is a, this was the big surprise. This was the big bomb that they dropped on us towards the end before they gave us Wakanda forever. Is two Avengers films, the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. And, oh, buddy. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. 2025, I mean, <laughs> you think about it, we're, like, at this point in time, we're less than three years out from the Kang Dynasty film. And there's probably some people wondering, like, hold on, time out, time out. Why are we getting these projects this soon? A couple things here. One, I think if there wasn't a pandemic, I think we would have been getting, maybe getting these in 2024. I think that's probably a valid theory is that if no pandemic happens, we're instead of looking at these coming out in 2025 and less than a little bit less than three years out, we're probably talking about these coming out in 2024 and talking about being less a little bit less than two years out. Big difference right there. But 2025, two Avengers films. I I think the other thing is, is, you know, we, we talked about on our last pod, you know, about 
the MCU and them having a lot of projects come out. Some look like they may have some connections to stuff. Some look like they're just standalone stuff, introducing characters. And Feige did a couple of interviews after the panel with them talking about a, a couple things. You know, all the projects that they're putting out with the connections, the things that don't look like they have connections. And here's here's some of the things he said. So with the more more projects in less years, one of the things they kind of realized when you got that many projects in like a nine, ten, the you know, twelve month period. Do you make an Avengers film right after that? I mean, yeah, when we were used to it with, you know, Phase 1, Phase 2, and Phase 3, we get a few projects, head right into Avengers film in two or three years. And the next phase start, same pattern. But with the amount of projects that they are putting out, I think, I mean, let's just look at what we are getting, like, this year. Let me try to go pull up about what we're getting this year. I mean, we still got... She-Hulk and uh, Wakanda Forever still coming out. We got the I Am Groot little short show coming out. We got the Christmas special coming out from Guardians. And reportedly, we got a Werewolf by Night special coming here towards Halloween. So we still got some projects. Now, that Guardian special and probably Werewolf by Night may not be as connected. Or maybe Werewolf by Night might be, you know, with... Various supernatural connections seeming like they're going to be showing up, you know, with Blade and you got Black Knight. So, I mean, looking at the projects that we've gotten this year is that, of course, we got the ones that we have already gotten in that we just had Miss Marvel. We just had Moon Knight. Those have been our two shows. We got Multiverse of Madness. And we have gotten Love and Thunder. So we're still waiting on Wakanda Forever this year. And She-Hulk. So like that's seven stuff not including. I hope I did the math right there. That's six or seven stuff uh, projects right there. To kind of close off the rest of the year with. But, I mean, if you look at the projects that we had last year, we had about, you know... So, if you look at the overall production of the shows and movies, we've had what, seven movies and six shows. Or maybe I'm getting them backwards there. But either way, that's around 13 projects. And that that is a bunch. A lot of them might seem to maybe have some connections to what's going on here. Maybe some of them don't. Maybe Moon Knight, Moon Knight probably doesn't. Miss Marvel maybe doesn't. I mean, there's connections to the Marvel's film, but we'll have to see if that has any connections. But that's a lot of projects. And so when you do those amount of projects in a 10 or 12 month period and do Avengers film every year, well, like, is that possible to do? And so one of the things Feige said that they looked at is maybe changing up that model. And instead of doing that. 
you know, with you got movies that, you know, you look at Multiverse of Madness, you look at Love and Thunder, you look at what Quantum Mania is going to be, Miss Marvel, and all that stuff. Some of those films have become big crossover events in some ways. And so after Infinity War and Endgame, the idea came upon them like, hey, let's, instead of doing what we've been doing, let's try to cap a saga, and which we got the multiverse saga now with what we're going through now. And he, Feige did say some stories will connect and some won't. And, you know, that is a benefit for Marvel to not have everything connected to where they can just have do fun stuff like a Guardians Holiday Special, Werewolf by Night, or a uh, little fun group animated short show, and just have some fun. But then they'll have those, their stuff that's going to connect to the overall through line of the multiverse saga. And so it looks like the plan here with these two is to cap off the multiverse saga and two big events with the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. And I don't know what what Secret Wars will be. I imagine it'll be a lot like what Multiverse of Madness was going to be for some people with a bunch of cameos. Will it be the 1985-84 run? Will it be the 2015 run that's recent from Hickman? Or will there be a combination of both? Or will Secret Wars by itself just be in name alone? You know, they've done that with a lot of films. Like Age of Ultron comes to mind. Infinity War comes to mind. I mean, they got some uh, some similar stuff, but not directly a one-to-one adaptation of what's going on there. But we are going to have to see. And with Disney 23 coming up here, September 10th, I believe, is the official day is when they would announce more stuff. You can probably expect a lot more Phase 6 stuff to be announced. Probably some other stuff we didn't hear, maybe like Armor Wars, maybe like Werewolf by Night. To be talked about here a little bit more. Maybe the Marvels. You'll hear some more being talked about there. Maybe Fantastic Four. Maybe Mutants. Which was not talked about at all in this. So I think overall you take a look at this Marvel panel. Besides the two big Avengers surprises. Is that a lot of it was kind of what we expected. But there there are a couple good stuff. With uh, with some some of that stuff that they brought out with Wakanda Forever, with Guardians Three, Quantum Media, and of course the Daredevil show, Secret Invasion. So it is a lot of what we expected, but there was still some exciting stuff that they definitely brought out on Saturday night. So that'll do it for us here. That's where we're gonna wrap things up again. If uh, if we talk about this again, it'll be me and Peter, and we'll probably go a little bit more in-depth on a few of these projects and talk about a couple points that I brought up with some of them, like particularly with Daredevil and the MA rating, uh, these Avengers films. So hopefully me and him are going to be able to get to do that a little bit later on this week and go into more detail on some of these and talk about them. and you know, So be on the lookout for that if that happens on the channel later this week. But guys... That'll do it for this edition of the Entertainment from the 573. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully you guys had as much fun with the Comic-Con stuff as I did. And if you didn't know, uh, kept up with a lot of the stuff on the podcast Twitter feed at 573pods. Be sure to, to go give us a follow over there. Give us a follow where you guys get your podcasts for this channel as well as the Views channel. Be sure to go check out the latest episode where me and Matt spent a couple, spent a few minutes talking about Kyler Murray, Juan Soto, and we roll along with our football previews. And keep in mind, part two of the Views pod will be coming out tomorrow night where me and Charles Jones got together, talked some NBA, talked about the all-season summer league and where we're at right now with some of these teams heading into next season. So thank you guys again for listening. Have a good rest of the week. Talk to you all next time.